Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone. This is Helena Steiner-Hornstein speaking to you live from Spain, from Mallorca, Spain. And I was so excited about having James Tucker as my guest. And there you are. Are you there? I'm, I'm here. Ah, well, it works, you know. We are going to talk about happiness, and now I can tell you I really feel joy. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, you, can you hear me? I can hear you now, and I have to be very careful about moving my, uh, uh, you know, the mouse around here because it's very, very sensitive, I know. Yeah. So you are there with me, and I'm so happy that we came this far. Uh, <laughs> yes. So we are together, and I'm in Spain, and you are in Florida, in Jensen Beach. And uh, most people who listen to me have heard you before, and um, you are uh, a good friend of mine, as everyone knows. And why is that so? I call you my soul brother, because (laughs) we were born the same day, the same date, the same month, the same year, and we are not telling anyone when. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, James, it's nice to have you with me. Uh, How's the weather in Florida? It's raining right now. Oh, how nice. It's been raining in the afternoons for several days now, Um, and occasionally it'll go a couple of days, but it's been raining a lot. Yeah, and I haven't seen rain for a long time. As you know, uh, uh, Mediterranean is very, very dry in the summer. Everything is kind of dried out. You don't see green grass in the Mediterranean that you have it uh, watered by yourself. But it's absolutely lovely, and it's hot. I'm up in the mountains uh, in a resort area. Well, I wouldn't even call it a resort. It's very, very popular to come and visit. It's called Valdemossa up. Uh, on the island of Mallorca, so and right across, yeah, it's lovely. And right across the street from me, I have the old monastery, where uh, uh, very special monks came over from France and they settled here. And they were the particular monks who started the Chartreuse liqueur. Not, I think, they did much about it here, but. Uh, they are still haunting the village somehow. People can hear them sing. Uh, these monks were supposed not to speak much. And um, the only times uh, they were allowed to really speak and use their voices, uh, that was when they were in prayer. So one can still hear the prayer through the monastery walls. And Chopin, you know, Frédéric Chopin, the the composer, and his uh, lover, George Sand, a woman, (laughs) um, the poet, she, uh, they lived there, uh, spent uh, a winter there once, and uh, they could hear these uh, haunted voices also through the walls, uh, they they said. And, of course, Chopin wrote uh, some of his beautiful pieces of music also up here in the monastery. Oh. It was at the monastery at the time, but um, uh, the the village chased them away um, a few hundred years ago. Really? 
Yes. <laughs> and I don't know why again, but it's a very, very beautiful uh, resort. Uh, uh, well, the resort, I said, but uh, area for for beauty, for musicians and for artists, and, and it's very, very spiritual. And what I nice feel very inspired when I'm here. What a nice place to be. Yes. So you and I, we were going to speak about let's celebrate. Yes. And uh, do you have anything to say about that, uh, that you want to to, well, you know, to say about it, actually? I think that just waking up in each morning is a cause, it's a celebration in itself maybe more than anything else, and being thankful for being alive and being in hopefully sound mind and body and spirit, you know. Uh, that in itself is such a wonderful gift. We are so blessed to be alive on earth. And sometimes we take that for granted yeah. much of the time. And, you know, um, I have a uh, new website I mentioned to you. Uh, yes, uh, you can mention it to everyone else. Um, it's called personalspiritguide.com. And you're on it from the last show uh, that we did. Good. Nice. And this past two weeks ago, I've created um, what I call a weekly inspirational message. And it goes out to people that sign up on my website. Um, and I, I just did a this past week a, a message about celebration and gratitude and um, you know it's just interesting that you mentioned that and, and I, it's it, very exciting that I actually said let's celebrate and be happy and then you had exactly at the same time <laughs> created a message on, on that uh, same subject yeah and you know what I, I just mentioned about like um, uh, being alive and being on earth, you know, as human. Uh, yeah. You know, just think about the alternatives to that. Yes. And, you know, we should really create uh, our day uh, from the start when we wake up, as you say. You decide, I'm going to be happy today or I'm not going to be happy that's, that's today. And uh, then we should almost make it in some kind of affirmation that, I love and accept myself the way I am. Well, yes. Uh, and uh, that's very important. And I think uh, that's what you uh, also say, that we have to start with ourselves, don't yeah. we? Yes, and we have to be grateful yes. for life. Yes. And, you know, if I could tell you, I wrote four things real briefly in that first personal um, message, inspirational message. And the first one was, if you find yourself stuck in traffic, don't despair. There are millions of people in the world who don't have a car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way of looking at it. That's I was sitting in somebody's car the other day, and they, uh, the air conditioner had broken down. And, you know, it was so hot here. It was one of the hottest days. And we were driving across this uh, island, and she had lost. Uh, where she didn't know where the way, and we had to stop everywhere and look around, and, you know, it was so hot. And, of course, at that time, I would rather have been sitting on a donkey mm. <laughs> and have a little bit of breeze. <laughs> but uh, you know, I was happy I, I, still you got that. I wrote something about that. You want to hear it? 
Yes. Should your car break down, leaving you miles from assistance, think about the paraplegic who would love the opportunity to take that walk. Aren't we blessed? You know, that really gives you something to think about. And uh, we forget how, and, and I'm guilty of that, you know, also. I'm sure everyone out there is guilty at some point or the other. We are healthy. We can walk and we can talk and we can see and we can hear. And, yes, it's true. Many times I say, thank you, thank you for something wonderful that I see or, or, or something yes. come my way. But still, that's, we should forget. We should forget it as much as we do. That's one of the things that makes you so special for who you are, is that you haven't forgotten that. No, and I do say thank you a, a lot of times. And, and I say thank you when I can help somebody. And, uh, you know, I was uh, working on someone who just called up the other day, and he, he, I didn't even know who he was, and I didn't know his name, and he said he had pain somewhere, and he'd been walking around with his pain for, for, for a long time, and he couldn't handle it anymore. And I kind of connected with his energy and sent him the healing energy. And he said, my God, I can feel it. I can walk around. I have been walking around in a long time. And after mm -hmm. that, I felt so blessed and grateful. And I just said afterwards to God, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, well, see, you, you know, the, you, you wanted to talk about let's celebrate. And now those are the real things to celebrate. Yes, it's that life. is the wonderful it's the life that... and the blessings of life. Yeah. And <clears throat> another thing that I wrote was when you dwell on a relationship gone sour, think of the person who has never known what it's like to love and be loved. That's a wise thing, you know, uh, and I can see how someone would have said, oh, I'm very happy, you know. I, I don't care if I ever love again. Or, you know, people can be so negative that they would say, oh, I would have been better off knowing him or her. <laughs> but no, it's so true just to have known and it also goes for someone when someone dies uh, and uh, or when a pet dies, for instance, um, then people say, well, I should not have a pet again because I get so upset when they die. No, look at the times when you get that joy from your pet. And uh, don't look at the, the sorrow that will probably come sometime later. Look at, enjoy the good times when you have it. And you know what you're saying there, and talking about celebrating life, um, the... Um, you you demonstrate that as long as I've known you, which is a long time now. Um, that oh, really? Always, yeah, how? Let's see. How long has it been? Um, met, I think we met around almost 20 years ago now. Is it? You know, time really flies. <laughs> yeah. That's and, amazing. Uh, it could well be, yes. And, um, you know, I've always known you to be, to have all that gratitude and and all that thankfulness and it lives in your heart and in your spirit, and it's what you're about. And it's given you, and, and spirit, by whatever name you call that higher power, has given you such a great blessing yourself um, to be able to do something like what you just described over the telephone. Uh, yes. To help another person that hasn't walked to walk. 
and it, it felt so fantastic. And this happens all the time, but I'm sure you feel exactly the same way, James, well, when you know, you're with people, and they're grateful, and you feel grateful then, too. Oh, I just, you know, I just, what it is, I think that when you move away from that lower, hungry nature of the earth, you know, or angry or fearful of things of the earth side, and you begin to connect with spirit, that that is a living thing. Spirit is a living thing. And it lives in our hearts and in our souls. And there's just nothing, in my opinion, that's more important to show that gratitude for than life and all those blessings and our gifts. You have many gifts. You know, we should sit down, all of us, sometimes, and just make a list of the good things about us, you know. Each one out there should sit and make a list and say, you know, what is good about them. And I know some people would say, and I've seen that in in seminars, they say, oh, I don't know what's good about me. And I said, well, look for something. And, And I said, by the way, you have a wonderful smile. If you could use that smile a little bit more, you will really receive a lot of blessings. Mm. And this is also what people forget, that if you smile around a little bit more, blessings and joy will come to you much more easily than if you don't. It's very, very hard to receive and to be given any kind of happiness when you're not smiling. And sometimes you have to smile first. Does it mean that anyone has to smile at you first? You can start to smile. I was walking through this village and I saw this older woman, uh, and here you, you know, older women look older here. They walk with sticks and they have white hair and so on. And I said, hola, you know, in Spanish to her. And she smiled at me because, you know, tourists who walk around the village here, they never say hello. And uh, But it made her so happy that here came this evidently foreigner <laughs> and said hello to her. And, you know, if we can do this, and then she, she, she smiled back at me, and it made me feel very good. You know, I had someone come to see me for a session this past week, and um, I'd known her for about three years, and she was here a couple of times before, but not for over a year. And uh, I didn't know, you know, she sounded urgent to come see me and talk. And when she got here, I looked at her face, and her face was getting hard-looking. I said, what's going on here, girl? And we sat down, we started talking, and then she poured it out that uh, the bank that she works for has been having financial problems and that they've cut her salary by $10,000 a year and put her in a job that's not suitable for who she really is and it's almost like they want her to quit. Oh. And I said, you know, you know what I said to her? I said, think about you know, when you have a challenging day or situation at work, think about the person who's been out of work for years. That was yeah. part of you know, and, and, and that's a good way of looking at it. Of course, she was not happy at the time, but I have said exactly the same thing to many people who have been, they have had cuts in their salaries or so on. And I said, well, you have a job. Yeah. And, you, you know, I said, you know, all you have to do is just stop spending money on the 
can't live without the luxuries. Yeah. And focus on giving, doing something. Go out and give ten dollars to somebody that needs more. You know, you walk down the street and you see this little girl that's got holes in her shoes and her hair stringy. Give her ten dollars. Give her mother yeah. ten dollars. You know. Yeah. And in the giving, we receive back multiplied by ten. And if you want, if you're not happy, go out and do something for somebody else that has a greater need than you. Yeah. That's a celebration of life. Yes, you know, and I think if all of us, including myself, and I'm sure you do well, and but sometimes, you know, I I know when I wake up, I have to admit that oh, you know. Uh, Oh, I'm late. Oh, God, you know, I had to have a heavy head or something this morning. No, to just start off saying, wow, I'm so happy I'm still alive. Yeah, and well, I'm going to make it a good day today, yeah, you know. Absolutely. And then I should make a list of things I would like to do during the day. Uh, again, I'm big on lists. Once I do lists, you know, I really get through my days so much easily more easily and uh, and to get things done I'm a great believer in that you know that about writing things down I didn't know that no I I see it as sowing seeds and seed life is based on the principle of cause and effect and in there's it's the law of physics of the earthly things and it's also the law of metaphysics that what we sow we read back multiplied in the churches it's called the golden rule and in, yeah. in physics, it's called action-reaction, cause yeah. and effect. And, you know, you can't change what's already happened, but you can create a new cause that makes you happy okay? yeah, and be thankful so for true. that. And, yeah. so no, 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 you know, we life gives us second chances. Yeah, all the and, time. You know, every, every day we go through afternoon, evening, night morning see and we get a renewal every day like this this the earth goes through winter spring summer and fall and there's the law of second chances see the law of the circle it's so right what you're saying it's so easily said uh, also but it's not easily lived by that you know we really have to uh, recreate uh, a new reality all the time and just uh, you intentionally can create this new reality through your planning, as you say, with a list, and just look ahead. What does it serve you to look back all the time? You know, well, and this is what we are formed by the past. We, that's it. And you know, I know why people get caught up in that lower nature and the in the ways of the world. You know why? No well, they put they put the world first instead of spirit first in their life. Yes, the spirit past says you put the how whatever you know that higher power by whatever name you call it. Some people yeah. call it spirit. Some people call it the universe. Some people call it the universal mind. Some people call it God. Whatever you call it. Yeah. And if you don't put that power in your own life first, you will you will the, then the 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 lack and the fear and the guilt and the hunger. And the sadness and unrealistic expectations of yourself and others, and in, and in impatience, uh, we get we get moving too fast in this world side. Yeah. And and I think that the only thing that brings 
this celebration of life is to surrender our will and let the universe work for us and through us. And that, that's the spiritual path, and that's what you're about. Well, thank you for saying so. But this is also the purpose of, of, of our lives, really, to be connected with spirit and to spirit and allow spirit within us to work. But don't you uh, believe that that should come first? That should come first. That is uh, actually what we all are about. That should be number one. Number That's one. also the first commandment, uh, the first commandment of the Ten Commandments. Uh, yes. You know, people start to forget those commandments. They're not taught anymore. Mm. And I know uh, the young people now don't even know what, when I say don't forget the first commandment, you should have no other gods before me, says who? Says spirit, you know. And it's, it's forbidden to show that. You know. I don't understand uh, well, why you know this what? is happening. It's like the, you know, now we're getting into politics. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it, it, it shouldn't be politics. No. I don't think, uh, you know, I was taught the Ten Commandments at school when I was young. And was not a bad idea. And, you know, I noticed I, I go back to the Ten Commandments and, and mention them and teach them and people write them down in my seminars. They love to hear about them. You just have to give them a new translation. Right. You know, it's not that you are wishing for somebody else's donkey anymore, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we live in the, the... Now you are envious for the new car, you know. And the, so it says instead nowadays, but they have never translated that into our age, that you should not be envious for somebody else's new car. Hmm. It's not that you wish somebody else's donkey, you know. So, <laughs> uh, so the thing is that you shouldn't be envious. It should be the Tenth Commandment instead of, you know, the... Uh, whatever you know, envy, is, envy is fear of loss of one kind or the other. Or it's not same, be as good as, as the Joneses, yes. It's the same thing as greed, where you you want and you want, and there's always a hunger, and no matter how much you have, it's never enough. Yeah. If and you live by the is, earthly side, see, if you live by so the true. earth. Yeah. But if you and live that's by spirit. There's no way of reaching happiness. No, you live by spiritual law, there's plenty for everyone. Yeah. Every seed wants to multiply and increase ten, a hundred, a thousand, a million times more than its own seed. In the universe, there's no lack. Lack is in the human mind when we move away and turn away from the light and the spiritual path and get caught up in the ways of the world and the hungers and the fear. And that's, yeah. How can you celebrate life if you have that hunger or that fear or guilt and other stuff like that that's uh, negative things that creep into our mind how can you how can you celebrate life if you if you live by the earthly side and have all that going on i don't think you can. Uh, it's like uh, having one foot in, in 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 on one side and the other foot on the other side and that way you cannot move forward at all yeah it's the same way as wanting to move ahead but you have you cannot move away from your past it's the same principle really I think so. But people can change, you know. Isn't that so? Everything is changeable. The only, yeah. the only thing that's permanent is change. But you have to be able... But the change does not come through fear where you freeze and get polluted and sick one way or the other. 
in yourself, in your mind, your body, or whatever, or sad in your heart. Change comes when you don't let the earth side and the fear freeze you, and you have the courage, and you have the desire, and you've got something living in your heart, and you want something better in life. Yeah. And it comes from following your heart and your spirit, not your head, or the earthly hungers. Yeah, and that is how we also will have peace in the world, and how easy it would be uh, to have peace in the world if everyone speaks from their heart, if everyone gets rid of that greed and power control and invasion of different borders and into different countries and mixing in there and, and taking control, and it's happening every day. You know, I'm just loving hearing you talk like this. It's so wonderful to see to hear that, and you know what? I don't have a chance to talk to everybody like you and I are talking now, um, because I, you know you're so you're so um, in tune with those those qualities, and it's like that's why you and I are so brother and sister because yeah. we have that same reflected energy, and you know you make me happy when when we talk like this. So let's celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, by the way, we are still being recorded here. We are over the time for the live show, but we we are still recorded, and we can continue quite quite a while here. I hope. So um, actually, I think forever. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there we go. And um, how should we start to create a good day? Do you feel? How, let's say we wake up and we jump out of bed and say, well. I think, that, I think that it starts the day before. Okay. Um, I've done work with uh, people that run big companies. Uh, I've sat in the boardrooms and in the penthouse offices of some pretty good-sized company chairman and CEOs in New York and Atlanta and Chicago and other places, Miami. And I found out something from these people that run these big companies. Now, they're, sometimes they're the uh, sour apples in the barrel, you know, that are greedy and they get their companies in trouble. But yeah. for the most part, the people that run big companies are just ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And they, they do something, and they taught me this about t 10, 12, 15 years ago. And it's been one of the most important lessons that I've ever had in my whole life. And... What they do is they make a list during the day when they hear a good idea from somebody that's reporting in the company about products and services and money and other things, promotions or whatever. And if it's a good idea, they write it down. When they get it, aha, the light bulb goes on, see? And the reason they can do that is because they're not ego-based people. The real company leaders are heart-based people, and they're open and they have good hearts, and they have conscience, and they're honest with themselves, with God, and with others. Yeah. And so what they do, they make a list during the day of all the things that they hear that are important. And then when the, about 4 o'clock in the afternoon, they shut the door, and they don't take any more appointments. Um, and then they, they review that list, and then they itemize it on importance. And number one, two, three, four, they go through the whole list. And then... They rewrite the list with number one in, at the top in importance, priorities, 
And then they cut it off at 10 because there's no human being that can take care of more than 10 things in any given day. It's, even, it's foolish to even think about it because you only do, you only do a half-baked job if you try to cram too many things into one given day. See? All right, so then they, 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 take, they put the, the list in their, in their briefcase and they take it home with them in case they get what I call an aftershock where it's like a ripple, like after a hurricane, the ripples still keep coming, the aftershocks. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when inspired people stop talking or listening. They, the, the, the shock waves keep coming. The spiritual stuff keeps coming. The ideas keep flowing, right? So then, if necessary, they add to that list during the, when they go home, right? And then they sleep on it. This list of things that they think that are the most important, that they've prioritized. Not literally, they don't sleep on it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> they sleep on it, and they, right. that's and then, very good. What, what, yeah. is, what, what's happened is, is that when they wrote things down, it's the same thing as sowing the seeds. Because these are, these are ahas, these are ideas that are ready to grow. And to be and to plant and to give birth in the world for the higher good of everybody concerned. See, because it's yeah. come from a variety of sources of the higher good for all. See, all right. So then the next morning, after they've had their breakfast and they've done their daily devotions, which many do, they pray, they do affirmations, they maybe do do something, you know, that, that fires their spirit and feeds their soul. Because they, they need it, because of the ways of the world, you know. They, because they don't want to be sucked dry of their in their spirit. Then they dread to do things. And so these people <clears throat> that have this system, um, they go to work and they're just looking forward to it because of all the change and all the good stuff. And they, the first thing they do when they get to their office, they pick up the phone or they contact somebody and they take action on the number one thing at the top of that list. Yeah. And if they get two or three things done from the top of that list in any given day, they move the mountain. Now, they're happy. Other people are happy. That's that's Uh, very good. And uh, it's organization, really, and it's uh, getting your intention uh, straightened out. See, so they're they're celebrating life. These people that make millions of dollars a year, and the reason that they are making that millions of dollars a year is because the odds of success of their ideas working and taking root and growing for the higher good of all is because it came from spirit to start with, not from their own mind. And so, you know, they they make the decisions that the lesser executives don't have the courage to make yet. They haven't grown to that point. All right, so I just love these people, you know. They've been Yeah, but that's fantastic, and that is actually a responsibility, uh, not only towards uh, yourself, but towards spirit, uh, what they are doing to get yeah. as good as you can be. Have you, and, ever, heard, uh, have you ever heard this one before, anything similar to what I just told you? Uh, yes, I have. I have heard this, uh, and actually it's uh, the way it, to, to make a list and then Seed out what is really very important and drop everything else. Because, yeah. you know, it's like picking up the laundry and things like this. Yeah. It's harder for it. Now, me as a woman, I can say it very practically. 
Yes, it's easier for a man because you don't have to go and pick up the laundry. You don't have to pick up the kids from school. You don't you, have you, to walk the dog and do the things like but, the, the but, but you'd woman be amazed. Does. You'd be amazed. <laughs> you'd be amazed at some of these high-powered executives that are described that live the way I just described. They're talking yes. this. Yeah. How much family-oriented they are, and they yes, do I know pick that up the too. wash. And they yes. do pick up the kids, and they take that's, time that's with their that's too. And I, but I say this in in a way that uh, a woman can only, you know, you see how things work out uh, in different countries also, and uh, United States. Well, yes, the wife can tell the man, pick up the laundry, will you? Or the dry cleaning on the way, and he does. Boom, you know, goes very fast. But they want to the do that, and they love the, to do that. It's part the of the good, culture. The good males love doing that. Yes, but you don't because see that everywhere. You don't see it here in no, Spain. No, no, no. You don't see it in, well, I can say several countries in Europe where I wouldn't see that. But no, it doesn't no. work. It's all uh, about heart. Yeah. And it's all about spirit. And it's all about celebrating that life with themselves and their families and those they love. See? So they put spirit first, the family second, and the world third. So their yeah. job is their third priority, the real ones. That's the way it works. The eagle yeah. ones that are greedy and will fire you at the drop of a hat if you blink an eye in the wrong direction, <clears throat> all they want is to more power and ego-based and all that. That's not the real leaders of this world. The that's leaders, very well put, because the real leaders, they go, they work out from their heart. They work from do we, their how heart many of those do we see, though, if you look uh, maybe at the not more than, in the work? Maybe not more than 3 or 4 or 5% at this time That's, in human yeah. evolution. Five out, of a, 5 out of 100. It's the 19 to 1 thing. It's the 5%. But the 5% of those people that have that heart and are, and are flowing, and the odds are in their favor of success on their adventures in life, that make those big decisions that other people don't have the courage to make. That's why they're paid that money. It's to make those big decisions, and they know before they make that decision, because they heard it from spirit, that it's going to work. The odds yeah. of success are in their favor, not the world side. Yeah, and, and it's great. nice to see there are leaders out there who really do work for the good. Uh, and, you know, at all the time, quote, uh, Doug Hammarskjöld, you know, the Secretary General of the United Nations, way back in the 1900s. But he said, unless we have a spiritual renaissance in the world, uh, there will be no peace. And, mm. you know, you really have to go back to spirit to find peace and, you, and love, you, true love. You know, I wrote, I used to write songs. and I Oh, you about, did? I spent about six and a half years writing and recording in Nashville once. Ah, yeah, and I didn't I wrote, know that right. about you. Well, I knew you were in entertainment, but not that you actually wrote yeah. and I wrote a, a, um, a poem once, actually just a, a couplet, and, it uh -huh. was, and I still have this on my desk right here. I would love you to read it for us all. Here's what it is. It's just exactly what we're talking about. Peace will only come. I have this music with you so we can start from the beginning. <laughs> yes. Peace will only come 
when the power of love overcomes the love of power. That's it. That's beautiful. See? You, you mentioned peace earlier. Yeah. That's a celebration of life and love. And, you know, besides purpose and being in touch with our higher self, I don't think there's anything more important than love and peace and health. And look at you. You're, you do international peacemaking when you travel the world and do your work and... You've got all, it's because you've got all this wonderful light and this spirit of love and life in you. And then it's, it's universe has then opened up that healing power in you over the years. And it's turned you into an international healer. Well, and thank you I, so much for saying those nice words. 